Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. When Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go, and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I say to you, among those born of women there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet, the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. This is the word of the Lord. As you've just heard, the text of Matthew chapter 11, verses 1 through 11, it's a fascinating story of two cousins, Jesus, the Messiah of the world, and his very famous cousin, John the Baptist. Now what's happened is John has gotten himself into a bit of trouble for telling the truth. He felt that he needed to say that a man cannot live with a woman who's married to somebody else. Seems to make sense to me. Well, he got himself thrown into jail for that, and before you know it, his very life was under threat. And as he languished there in that dungeon, he began to question whether Jesus' ministry was actually what he hoped it would be. And so he sent his own disciples. You may remember that Andrew, the brother of Peter, he was a disciple of John the Baptist, and he's the one who introduced Peter to Jesus. But anyway, so Jesus is confronted by these disciples who ask, 
are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? And Jesus replied these powerful words, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. Now here's what you need to know. Those words don't appear here for the first time. Jesus is quoting Isaiah in a number of different places and compiling the list, and then he adds something even greater. So Isaiah, for example, has many of these same words about what will happen when the Messiah comes. But then Jesus asks something even more powerful. He adds that the dead are raised, and the good news, that is, the good news of salvation and forgiveness, the good news of assurance of eternal life, is preached to the poor. Not the poor in money, but the poor in heart and the poor in spirit. Have you ever been poor in spirit? Have you ever been in your own self-made or other-made dungeon? Is it possible that you've said yourself, Where's God when I need him? Or maybe like the great prophet Habakkuk who said, Why, O oh God, and how long do you allow all these awful things to happen? Well, i got to tell you, I've had those feelings. I'm not better than anyone else in this category. I fall short of the glory of God. I don't deserve his mercy. I'm sometimes tempted to ask the question, Jesus, are you really the one? Are you there for me when I need you? And then what do I realize? Without Jesus, I'm lost. Why did he come? He came for me and for you. He came for his cousin, John the Baptist. Even John could not go to heaven on his own. And he promised them new life now and in all eternity. He reaches out to you and to me, and he says, Behold, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. And as we are assured in Romans, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, which can separate you from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ. He came and died for you. He came and rose for you. He came and ascended into heaven for you. He promises that he will come back to claim you as his own, and guess what you get to do when you get to heaven? You're going to meet John the Baptist, and he's no longer going to be asking that question, because his life is now secure, secure in the arms of Jesus. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you that you have given us all that is necessary for this body and life, and best of all, the assurance that Jesus is with us forever. In his name we pray and stay. Amen.